Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This is a team that's a moribund franchise. We all know the story. 20-plus years without a Super Bowl, uh, only two playoff victories in that span over the last 20 years. Uh, they have the worst fan base in American history. They are more delusional than anybody, any fan base I've ever seen in my life, Shalareth. They will go 1-15 and and wake up the next morning and talk about how they're going to win a Super Bowl. It could be Case Keenum or Max Kellerman throwing footballs to them right now, and they'll still say they're going to the Super Bowl. They do not live in reality. They are all caught up in their imagery. The star, now the billion-dollar playpen. They got the owner that takes the helicopter to practice, and as if that's going to do some good. They are all flaws, and they are devoid of substance. This is a- Hey everybody and welcome back to another edition of Craft Fruit Sports. I am Mike with me as always is Scott. This is Craft Fruit Sports, Scott. You ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? I am so ready. You pumped <laughs> up for. man. Oh, shit. Crabfruit Sports, uh, proud member of the Loudmouth Network. Uh, it's football time, man, so we had to come up with a, a badass drop. If you didn't catch that intro because you're on the video and just missed it or whatever, please make sure you go back and catch that because... <clears throat> Cowboys fans be the worst. <laughs> they are the absolute worst. A little bit of background on that. Scott has been battling Cowboys fans all week long. Yeah. It's been like your mission this week. Man. You've been a knight in shining armor yeah. fighting off Cowboys fans. They, they're something else. <laughs> Found in my advanced stage that trolling one is not nearly as much fun as it used to be don't get me wrong i still enjoy getting them riled up but just the the agonizing irrationality that they bring to the contest afterwards just it is it is exhausting Oh, Need your dad to call shit, in and uh, give him hell. Oh, he'll give him some hate. Oh, my dad, my dad, dad knows what's some up hate. about the <laughs> Pops knows all about that, man. Hell yeah, he uh, does. He, I think dad still holds the title for the uh, the funniest call-in we've had. Because it was so unexpected. It was completely he just, unexpected. He was on a roll. <laughs> great. He came in hot. And uh, left hot. Left hot. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. He, did, he came in just smoldering and never, <laughs> never got put out. 
Uh, man, we got we got some comments already. Uh, Vic is uh, is in there already. Our buddy Bill joining back in. We haven't seen Bill come into a show for a while. Bill, welcome back, buddy. Uh, he started off the Facebook with uh, "fuck you, Scott." Uh, so there you oh, go, man. Awesome, that was- cool. <laughs> that, that's also good to know that my my feed is not updating because I don't I don't even have that. But uh, yeah, we also got, welcome, uh, Bill. We also got super fan Joe listening in. He says, "Fuck them cowboys." Yeah, so, Joe knows. What's Joe's lo- <laughs> Joe's. Uh, he's Joe he's basically baseball. making up for Bill in this case because you're like, all right, people do love me if if Joe's willing to come out with that one, right? Dude, we got uh, we got a lot to talk about today. I'm super pumped that football's back. But before we get into all that, yeah. you want to talk about the beer that uh, that we're drinking today? Well, I'll let you uh, go on ahead and intro this one since you were the one who found said. Yeah, beer. this was one that uh, I actually bought last week, and I was all excited for it when I found it, and then found Dreamsicle, Dreamsicle afterwards. I was like, mm, I hope. By this the makes way, it to next I week. raved about that. What was Thursday at work? I sat there and talked about how awesome that beer was for a good fifteen minutes to anybody nice. who would listen. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to try this beer. This beer is fan. You were the crazy guy, like pulled up at a red light. Somebody pulls up next to you. Hey, you ever had Dreamsicle? Yeah, you should try it. And they're you, like, What you the gotta. fuck is this life? <laughs> altering <laughs> so good well, i'm hoping this one lives up uh to that i mean it's a high bar that dream school set i don't know if this one's gonna match that but this is a beer by oscar blues brewing um oscar blues they were one of the first craft beers that i i found in cans they started coming to cincinnati a couple years ago and they i feel like they were the one that started the canning revolution inside of uh, the craft beer world. I could be wrong on that, and that could just be my perception, but that's mm, they Colorado. seemed like the first ones that I saw that that busted out cans. They've got a real good pale ale, and I'd never seen this beer before. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, definitely picking that one up. This one's called Death by Coconut. It's an Irish porter. Um, not too heavy. It's only a 6.5% ABV. So when, it, when you think about like porters, especially ones that come in four packs for ten ninety nine. is a little light on the ABV. But, dude, first taste on this one, holy shit. You put the coconut in a beer and you shake it all around. Yeah. There's actual... I'm going to pretend like that didn't happen. That that made me a white motherfucker. (laughs) Sorry. I couldn't have you stealing all the thunder. Uh, Super chocolatey. Super coconut flavor on this one, and surprisingly smooth for a porter. Like a lot of times, porters, and we even said it when we first started and like poured this beer. I was like, "This looks like I'm pouring a meal because it's just super thick looking." It is, but it is very a smooth thick. beer. Um, truth be told, I never i I enjoy coconut, but I never enjoy coconut flavored things because it's one of those very phony flavors. So yeah. little concerned when I heard that you had bought it. You know, <laughs> not I'll try only, any beer once, that, a but death by coconut. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this is gonna be overboard and not work out. But I first drink, it's not bad. Not not bad. In fact, the the chocolate um, pushes through much harder yeah. than the coconut. It's it's like a coconut aftertaste, and yeah. it, and it does taste more like actual coconut than usual coconut flavored things. Coconut flavored things usually mess it up because coconuts really aren't sweet. Right. Try to make coconut flavored things sweet. It just throws everything. This, you know what this tastes like? And it's one of my favorites. Like coconut and chocolate? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, Cowboys fan. (laughs) Go ahead. Do you. 
I'll just let me know when you're no, done. No, continue. Sorry. No, what does it, it taste like? <clears throat> it tastes like German chocolate cake. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. In, a, in the best possible way. <laughs> uh, Bill said, the good news is with that low ABV rating, you two ladies should be okay. Fuck you, Bill. Uh, For real, though. <laughs> Here's what I, Who do you think you are, West Coast? Here's what really does suck about this, like, no joke. Ten ninety nine for a four-pack is... That's a lot. Rough. Like, I would expect this to be 12%. Yeah, for I was just going to say, for the ABV that it is, they need to kick that up a little bit if they're going to be charging that much. Yeah, this is uh, this should be a six ninety nine no. max for a four-pack. I'll pack. go eight ninety nine For a four-pack? Oh, for a four-pack? But, yeah. okay, a four-pack, eight ninety nine. I would still say, would be reasonable... That's that's a stretch. Okay, it's that would be what a, a little over two dollars a beer. That's not too crazy. It's not if terrible. You break it down like that. I know, but I'm just saying for a four pack, that's because right. a really middle of the road sixer you get for eight ninety nine. Like that's right. kind of like where. You, so I would say if it, if they're claiming this to be a really strong four pack, then eight ninety nine wouldn't be ludicrous. Right. If you're looking at that's that. fair. Yeah. But ten ninety nine for six point three. Yeah, oof. dude. It's you it's better bring kind of ridiculous. Heat. You better bring the heat. Yeah, that's as good as this beer is. That's tough to live up to. As good as this beer is uh, for the price, you yeah you you better make it worthwhile. <laughs> so we'll see how it holds up. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like uh, it's got the highest of bars to clear dude, between it really its pricing does. and following up uh, Dream Circle. Yeah. <laughs> we did not do this beer any favors. No, we really we really made this one made it hard for Death by Coconut. Um, but yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes. The downside is. We only got two each, so I don't know how you know we're not. We normally have three during a show, so it's kind of easier to tell if we really like a beer. After two beers, I may still be undecided. <laughs> Eric says that the Browns have a better record than the Patriots, <laughs> which is true until Sunday. But Browns fans, they, they'll love, take what they can get. I love shit talking during football season because this is such a Browns week. <laughs> Wait, we get to football, it just. Browns with the Browns this week. <laughs> well, let's get into Upper Deck. <clears throat> well, Upper Deck is brought to you, as always, by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Root Sports can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audiobook download. Even if you cancel the membership within the 30 days, you still get to keep the audiobook. To get that free audiobook and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. Or just head on over to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Audible Trial link in the menu bar. And, Mike, if you're going to run a racket, please let me know right now. I'm not. Okay, good. Maybe. I don't know. I hope so. But after this story, (laughs) I hope you'll think twice. Or, again, at least let me know so I can plan my outs. (laughs) But uh, WFAN morning host Craig Carton was up to a racket, and uh, it didn't end well for him. Carton, who co-hosts Boomer and Carton, along with former Cincinnati Bengals quarterback Boomer Siason, was arrested by the FBI on Wednesday Jesus. on charges stemming from fraud investment or investment fraud. Rather, uh, apparently, Carton and another man were running a fake ticket scam where they ran a fake business that promised access to blocks of concert tickets. Uh, seeing how the concert tickets and business didn't exist. That's illegal <laughs> enough. But uh, according to reports, the dynamic duo conned people out of over $2 million in Holy the process. Holy shit, man. Yes. Carton is being charged with wire fraud and security fraud for his role in the situation. I, how do you make $2 million without people 
how do you make one million without people being like, hey, uh, I haven't gotten my shit. I don't know. Where's- I mean, it's one of those things. That I'm guessing though, if the because if the FBI got involved, yeah, that, that's higher. That's that's upper management taking right. notice of you doing something <laughs> illegal, and they usually monitor things for a little while so that they can get everything. So I'm guessing this had to be going on for quite a while, and probably to the point where they were comfortable because i would think that you know if the fbi knocks on your door you probably weren't expecting yeah it. yeah yeah and um i don't know i i, I dude this, that's this is weird but my first thought was a, a, a radio host a, a big nationally syndicated show <laughs> has to pull a racket like <laughs> our, what are they paying them our there dreams, our dreams are like making it big and being a radio show yeah They're I mean, like if you nah, read, we'll just get some more sponsors if you if you read that Craft Brute Sports host Mike and Scott got arrested for pulling a $2 million racket. You, you'd probably understand, oh, yeah, that's right. They aren't making shit. They're doing it for the love of podcasting, and they, they hope to, you know, make tens of dollars someday. But, yeah, I can see why they would run a scam like that. But you're holding a net, hosting a nationally syndicated – I mean, this is – I mean, it's obviously not as well known, but could you imagine if one day – Mike and Mike are just sitting there and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Greenberg got <laughs> arrested for running a ticket racket. Huh? <laughs> it's just as crazy. I mean, you know. They just bust in and arrest Golick. <laughs> Mid-show. <laughs> crazy to think that, that this was this was going on. I, I, I blows my mind. It's such a crazy story. And dude. when it's you're so, doing something like so that. It's so random. It's such a high-profile role, too. I mean, wouldn't you... Not wouldn't you have some type of connection, or wouldn't you know? All right, people know who I am, so I can't really be directly involved right. in this whole fake ticket scam. Yeah, like no, I, there needs <laughs> to be one a two buffer. There yeah. needs to be at least one level buffer between yes. me and the person doing the scam. I'll I'll invest in you, and you just kick some money back to me. How about that? <laughs> That's yeah. how that should have gone. And this motherfucker is like hey, on the got, front line. I got tickets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> selling them out of his car. <laughs> Totally uh, on the up and up business, though. <laughs> I need tickets. I said I need them. It doesn't count. I wasn't really selling them. I said I need them. Right. <laughs> Sign says I needed them. All right. Well, let's go from one weird story to another one. Um, so Facebook is, they've launched their new watch Facebook or whatever, where they've got their content. There's the the Ball Family show is on that. And Cincinnati Zoo has a show about Fiona on that now. Uh, <laughs> I know, man. I know. I, I'm with you. Anyway, I'm, I'm all about sorry, the rhino. I'm, back. I'm all about the rhino. I'm all about Fiona. baby animals have been born since the beginning of time, and I don't care. <laughs> Continue. Well, it came out this week that uh, Big Zuck he bid a hefty six hundred and ten million dollars to earn the right to stream Indian Premier League cricket matches. That is so much money for a sport I didn't that's, hear about until hearing about this story. Well, you think that's a lot of money. I Well, yeah, but that's... Until so you realize much. that it wasn't enough. Um, it wasn't... Uh, it, it's clearly not a way to make this sport popular here, first of all, because uh, there's... Uh, like, the cricket matches would air like nine and a half hours. They're like nine and a half hours ahead of us. So it's... It's prime... It's prime like content for the Ocho if they ever right. bring that back. <laughs> But India does have about 108 million Facebook users. That's the third highest country behind the U.S. and Brazil. So they're obviously going after that market. But 610 million sounds like a crazy amount until you find out that 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 was the losing bid, second highest. That was the second highest bid. The highest bid was 21st Century Fox India, 
which won the exclusive streaming rights for $2.5 billion. Billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Is the sport so, worth $2.5 billion? I don't think altogether, so. I don't think so. The league, the player, everything. Probably not. Wrap it all up. Is I mean, it worth $2.5 billion? Be afraid These are the streaming rights? Yeah, that's... Just, Woo! just the streaming, exclusive streaming rights. But this, Zuck, you can pay us five dollars a week. <laughs> That's all you got to do. We'll to talk about cricket. Rights. That's two weeks in a row we've talked about cricket. Now we'll fucking bring up some cricket shit. You owe me six hundred ten million dollars. <laughs> How about that? I just don't. I don't understand. I mean, I get, I get it. You're trying to like be the streaming provider. And I think that's the the bigger story here is like Facebook is willing to spend millions of dollars on a sport that their two highest user bases don't give a fuck about. And they're willing <laughs> to spend more than a half a billion dollars on it. Ooh. Imagine the the bids they're going to be putting in for NFL streaming and MLB well, this is, streaming. I guess, but shit. this is just thinking it through. This is the price of doing business. Because right. when ESPN started, they had to pay hefty rights fees to carry shit sports too. They still do to get. Well, uh, I yeah, mean, look at their true. college football package. They right. They're paying billions to to have those rights. Well, yeah, and so I guess I mean I guess this is in the the foray. You know, we think six hundred and ten million is a lot of money, and then he loses for two point five billion. But he probably thinking it was a small price to pay to get into the whole world of streaming right. sports. Like this wasn't about the cricket necessarily. This was just, hey, look, this is streaming on Facebook, and, you know, we have the rights. We're capable of handling this so that they could go to, you know, big boy sports and right. actually, you know, nudge their way in there. Yeah. Because I'm imagining they're seeing, you know, Amazon and all these other people paying to stream these things and getting the rights to them. Yeah. Like, we got to get in on this well, before that's it's what, too I mean, late. Twitter was streaming NFL games yeah. last year, and, and Facebook has been streaming some MLB games, mm-hmm. but to I wonder what none of them are exclusive. Well, it's not exclusivity. So I'm sure so, there was yeah. some payment, but yeah. it wasn't. It probably wasn't as crazy as you think it is. Hmm. Uh, I'm guessing Bill, it wasn't $610 million. No, definitely not. Uh, Bill said he threw a googly, which just makes me giggle. That's a funny one. And then uh, Eric said craft brewed North American sports only. <laughs> That's generally what I like to keep it to. I mean, unless we're talking Olympics, it needs to be, you know, on the continent. Two least. cricket stories back to back. Last week was the, the arrow getting shot oh, into yeah. the stadium. Yeah, yeah this I week forgot. It's... I was trying to rack my brain thinking, <laughs> we talked about cricket last week? What the hell do we talk about? Oh, no, it was just somebody getting shot with an arrow during a cricket game. So, uh, kind of. That's the that's the craft root sports upper deck motto. Uh, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we kind of have things out of order. Are we going to the Cleveland story? Or do we want to do nope, the Braves your story. story? Yeah, your story. Okay, so the Braves. Uh, oh, man, my team <laughs> twice this year they've made upper deck. Neither of them for good reasons. <laughs> Neither of them for any type of successful ventures that they've undertaken. So this weekend with uh, the hurricane stuff going on down in Florida. The Braves offered Florida Marlins fans who were in Atlanta this weekend for a weekend series. Uh, any of the displaced fans get free tickets, free entry to the game. Great gesture on their really part cool. That's to cool. you know let them you know come and escape what they're dealing with down there and get a free baseball game. I mean, they may be watching two crappier teams, but hey, who gives a shit? Awesome gesture. It'll, it'll take your mind off the fact that. Uh, shit is going really <laughs> right. wrong. Everything's blowing away. Um, so during one of the mid-inning <laughs> uh, switchovers in last night's game, uh, that being Thursday night, 
Well, the Braves have a home playlist, and they play, you know, music just in between the switch of innings. And, well, unfortunately, one of the songs on the playlist for last night's game was Rock You Like a Hurricane. So their very noble gesture of giving these fans who were displaced by a hurricane free entry to a baseball game to watch their team play baseball were slapped across the face with a song that reminded them that their homes are getting rocked by a hurricane. Epic blunder. Uh, the, the Braves did release a statement, and uh, the, the, the manager in charge of the music said, you know, they, they apologized, they took it out of the rotation, but it was just a set home playlist. Nobody was thinking about it, and obviously, I, I guess in a situation like this, you're not gonna go change your entire playlist or look through your place. Of the, well, that's a thing. thing. Like, unless you know that song's in right. there, you're and uh, and ooh, this isn't like with the Cubs situation where that guy got fired for playing the song. What was that situation? Did we talk about this on that uh, that on this show? Or I don't know. Well, it might have been one of your other podcasts. That you yeah, I know. I've got it. like forty Timber of Lake. them. I know, dude. I can't keep up. I'm too big time. But at some point. There was a Cubs music, oh, oh, the organ player the, in charge of playing, and he played something that was insensitive to the, the visiting crowd. I cannot remember what that was, but it's done purposely. The guy got fired almost immediately, and I feel like we <laughs> talked about that. And his we la- probably did. It was like last year, in, in about the same time of year. Either way, this wasn't that type of situation. Braves made the mistake. They called themselves out on it, apologized. Yeah, and, you yeah know, I mean, it's clearly a mistake. It's an awful mistake to make. But it is. It's, and, of course, it's clearly you know, immediately the fans in the stadium, you know, the Marlins fans are on Twitter. Really, Braves, <laughs> you know, we got to deal with you playing this song. This is in totally poor taste. You know, they were understandably yeah. thinking, what the hell is right. going on right now? Well, especially because you feel like you're duped. Like, they're like, no, come hang yeah. out. Come- <laughs> no, it's free. It's totally free. <laughs> totally a, got you. a DX but, moment. Yeah, but that's a long way to go for a, a corny, rocky like a hurricane yeah. joke. <laughs> to, to wait until, you know, the middle innings. and Oh, they still stuck around? They're still here? All right, let's get them. We got them good with this. Play all the hurricane hits. <laughs> All the hurricane hits. All one of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Good old Braves. All right, well, let's talk about a, a team that's actually good right now, and that's the Cleveland Indians. They have been on an absolute tear lately. Uh, actually, straight tonight, yeah, yes. just hit 16 straight over the – they won over the Orioles. So last night, they beat the White Sox to win their 15th straight, and everyone in Cleveland seems to be super pumped about it. Um, but I think we found one guy who may not be too excited about Another this. one of these stories. <laughs> Every time there's something like this that happens, we're when always going to find these When you're people. a business owner, think about your promotions. As crazy <laughs> as they might sound when you first come up with it, think it through. <laughs> Uh, because Universal Windows Direct, which is a company based out of Cleveland, it's their 15th year in business, so they offered a promotion. Any customer who did business with them in July, they would get a full rebate on their purchase. <laughs> if the Indians won 15 straight games anytime between August 1st and the end of the season. You know they came up with that and thought, they and they probably have people that crunch these numbers. Probably. What are the, what are the yeah. odds of them? Okay, they've got this many games left. Statistically, yes, obviously they could do it. But what are the odds that they right. could do this? And they get them, and the odds have to fit within a certain range, I'm sure, before yeah. they sign off on these promotions. Right. And at probably about 10, they're still probably they're thinking. They're still feeling good. We're, we're like, pretty good. Look, teams, teams win 10 all the up. time. Yeah. 
at 13? This is happening? I mean, there's, they need two more games. Well, I mean, what? Are, uh, two more games, though. Hey, it's been a good run, but they'll probably hit 14, and then the streak will end. Well, we're going to look good on this, and, and it'll bring it'll highlight the promotion because, hey, you know, we picked this number. Oh, my God, they just won 15 games. You know what? The, uh, what during the 15th, the that hell? owner was just like, you motherfuckers, you goddamn miss that ball. Miss it, son of a bitch. <laughs> he was getting pissed uh, because... Universal Windows Direct now has to reimburse $1.7 million to their customers. So two questions. I know who's got that money. Zuck. <laughs> Zuck, help him out. Uh, first of all, who does $1.7 million worth of windows in one month? That's a shitload of windows. I feel like this guy is selling fake tickets on the side. Like <laughs> This is all just a... It's a fake company a window shell. Yeah, it's, actually, it's actually plastic windows. He's laundering money through the window company. <laughs> this is all just fake tickets. It's going to fall apart. <laughs> also, uh, I'm quitting Craftford Sports and selling windows. Fuck yeah, I want to announce, announce that right I'm now. selling nothing but windows from <laughs> now on. Uh, <laughs> he... It did. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have to refund the money. He bought an insurance policy. But that goes back to what you were saying. So somebody has to figure this all out, and an insurance company is going to do that too, where they're like, okay, right. we Before have to. Before they sign off. On right. It. Like, <laughs> you, you're talking about how much money do you do in a month? Oh, one, you might do $1.7 in July. Okay. So if we have to pay out $1.7 how much are we going to charge you for this? $75,000 was his insurance policy. That's really not that much. That's a lot when you think. Think I guess if you're doing 1.7 million, in that, a, no, that's what I'm saying. That's month, not that much when like, you're insurance. No, uh, but they, they, you got to sign up for that at the beginning of this. Like, yeah. How bad do you feel if you pay seventy five thousand dollars and then the Indians win one, lose one, win one, lose one, and like never even come close, or even worse, they get to fourteen and then lose, and you're like, motherfucker, I just wasted seventy five thousand dollars. Eh. It's kind of like insurance, right? It's if you it's never exactly get a, like you insurance. Never, no, but I'm saying, uh, yeah, I guess that uh, the insurance policy is exactly like kind insurance. of like insurance. No, but I mean, it's exactly like your car insurance. I, I've paid into it a billion times and never used it once, but you know, gotta kind of have it, right? Because as soon as you don't, that's when somebody's gonna rear end you, literally. And, you know, then you're not going to have it. So I'm sure that it would suck. But now, guess what? He's sitting there. Woohoo! Yeah. Instead of paying $1.7 million, all I got to do is pay this. I paid that cool $75,000 and I'm good. <laughs> Meanwhile, the insurance company is like, fuck. Yeah. That's who was yeah, really hoping uh, the Indians yeah, lost. The, the insurance it was the company. It was, was the insurance company president just like, come on. He was like the owner from Major League just sitting how, up in the how box. Much fun, how funny would it be if it was progressive? <laughs> <laughs> if it was progressive insurance. Can we look into it and see who it was? The, the straight we may have names rights of the stadium. We're sitting there. Oh, God, they're about to win this game. They'll just, they'll just write that off even more. They're, yeah. <laughs> they're like, this is a, a donation to Indians Somehow fans. I feel like the taxpayers are ultimately the yep. ones that just end up getting screwed <laughs> at the end of the day. Indians went 15 games in a row and the average Joe ended up paying for it. <laughs> oh shit. Uh oh man. Uh oh wow. My aunt is is on the Facebook feed. Hey Aunt Susan. Jim, Jim's coming in hot. Uh Aunt Susan said the clowns are watching. My aunt is trolling me because she knows I'm afraid of clowns. That's pretty awesome. Clowns That's... absolutely suck. Yeah dude they're the worst. They're terrifying. 
it. I don't know why this. And audio it all just used. came out today too, so I know exactly. Well, that's what she's. Yeah, that's why she's talking uh, shit. Yeah, because uh, she knows I'm afraid of clowns. Hmm. So she hopped on the the Facebook live feed to make fun of me. You probably shouldn't look Thanks in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> Burns on burns. Uh, Bill said never count out Dorn and Wild Thing. Agreed, Bill. <laughs> All right, let's move on from uh, from the Indians. Yes. All right, let's move on to Mickey Rourke because we all know you're dying to hear about <laughs> Mickey Rourke. This was a story this week that I was just like, what the fuck? Is <laughs> this a thing? Uh, as soon as I saw the name, I thought, what the fuck? Why is this story in here? And then kept reading and thought, what the fuck? So apparently Mickey Rourke, you know, that guy, the actor that's known for the wrestler and mostly drugs and looking weird, uh, he dabbled in boxing in the 90s, which is news to me, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Uh, but most recently he scored a second round TKO of some dude in Russia about two years ago. So he's still boxing at his ridiculously advanced age. However, most think that that fight was fixed, because it probably was, and <laughs> that his opponent took a dive and that uh, that really doesn't sit well with Rourke, because, you know, he's got pride for being a druggie. And um, now the 64-year-old actor is ready to get back in the ring, because who isn't these days? And apparently he's in talks with uh, Oscar De La Hoya and Golden Boy Promotions to get that done. What the fuck? Uh, right. Rourke says that uh, he got the okay from... The commission to fight in L.A. and even has an opponent lined up, a kid from Oklahoma who is 12 and 12. That that's, sounds on the up and up. That's his exact quote, too. Yeah. Who, they asked him who who uh, he was going to fight, and he was like, a kid from Oklahoma, he's, tw- he's 12 and 12. It's like, uh, okay. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> just pull that out of <laughs> just, thin air. Just some guy, some kid. You don't even know so his name, nothing. Reminds okay. me of the thing in the episode of The Simpsons with the hobo boxing. They're boxing <laughs> for a sandwich. And it's just hobos. <laughs> yeah, this is that. He just yeah. walked into an alley and was like, all right, who wants to box next month? <laughs> Golden Boy's like, we got bum fights too. Yeah. That's our <laughs> that's, next promotion. That, that's this. <laughs> Want to see a bum fight, Mickey Rourke? Come on down. So, um, anyway, this 12 and 12 guy, uh, Rourke's talking about getting back in the ring uh, for the fight as early as December. Um, that's a that's a very short take this away. That's a, first of all, that's a very short training window. If you're talking about getting in in December and you're like getting ready for the it's nothing's been signed. There's no deal in place. Like you're just going to have a very short camp there to I guess you're Mickey Rourke. You, you're not really going to train that hard anyways. But here's what's crazy to me about this. Oscar De La Hoya, during the whole McGregor-Mayweather buildup, was talking all kinds of shit about that fight and yeah. how it wasn't real boxing. And, and yeah, it's a gimmick, and it's a disgrace to the sport. And then he's going to turn around and have fucking Mickey Rourke box under his promotion? Makes total sense. Like, you look like a douchebag, Oscar. When you talk shit about the cesspool, <laughs> eventually you end up swimming <laughs> in it. And so it's just... A, it, I hope this fight happens. I wouldn't... I really hope this fight happens and it's for a sandwich. <laughs> I really hope this is bum fights. Like that actually would be worthwhile. I will never buy another pay per view from Showtime pay per view or UFC TV unless it's Mickey Rourke fighting for a sandwich. You, you might get me back <laughs> in the fight you've been waiting for. <laughs> All right, this next story. Um, this is just a, a great story to end on. Yes. Uh, NFL commissioner. Football is back. And yeah. And this just, this sums up <laughs> the last like four years of football. NFL commissioner Roger Goodell was on First Things First this week. And um, 
just just listen to what he said. With you being the commissioner, are you troubled by Colin Kaepernick not being on the opening day roster in the NFL? Well, CC, you know, the, the thing we always are about is meritocracy and opportunity. So, you know, I want to see everyone get an opportunity, including Colin. And <laughs> so, but those are decisions that are made by football people. As you know, teams and somebody we both respect, Tony Dungy and I were talking about this, when teams have a need and when teams feel like they can get better by a particular individual, whether they know the system or whether they have more talent or whatever it may be, that's what they're going to do. And I'm still convinced that he'll get that opportunity when the right opportunity comes along. When, and that's what our league's all about, as you know. Follow up on that quickly. When you watched the games last year as a fan, which I know is tough as the commissioner, <laughs> did, did when you watched Colin, did he strike you as a guy that's good enough to be in the league? Well, Nick, one thing I do as a commissioner, is don't make those, I don't make those decisions. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a football expert. Uh, what? <laughs> what? He also could have added, I'm not a domestic violence uh, expert. I'm not a rules expert. I'm not a fairness expert. There's a long list of things he's not an expert on, but I'm going to need the football commissioner... Even if he, he even if he kind of feels like I, I I understand what he was trying to say, but you cannot be the commissioner of any league and say I'm not an expert I'm on not, fill in the blank right, of whatever sport. Of sport. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, Scott, I uh, I really like this show. I'm not a podcast expert, but uh, you know, I think I I know my way around the board a little bit. I'm not a sports expert, <laughs> but I've heard of them. The NFL commissioner says I'm not an expert in football. <laughs> That's going to do it for Upper Deck this week. Brought to you, as always. And absolutely. This Audible. this was my com. thought. Jessica says he finally said something I can agree with. And that really was the first thing. <laughs> it, was, it was like the first time in since before Ray Rice and before the last labor agreement that he said that was actually truthful. It's the yeah. first time he spoke in public right. and didn't tell a lie. Like, he got there and sat on Mike and Mike a few months back and, you know, tried to say, you know, marijuana was highly addictive and all this other ridiculous, just asinine things. He was just pulling out of thin air about marijuana, none of which was, like, true or, you know, could really be proven, but he just threw it out there. He sounded like an 80-year-old man talking about marijuana in the 20s. Right. And just, you know, and and here he is talking about being not being an expert on football. Dude, just so fucking wildly, <laughs> wildly inept and just completely. <laughs> I don't know if afterwards anybody pulled him aside and said, Ugh, "Hey, hey, Kamish, uh, that was really next, not a great moment." <laughs> next time, don't say you're not an expert in football. You can say a lot of things. You can say you're not an expert at a lot of things. Admit that you're not an expert at domestic violence. That's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. I don't. I'm. I need better. I need to learn more about this. Right. I. I, I need to learn that more shows about you're a human being. I need to learn more about concussions. We got a CTE yeah. problem. Which yeah. he won't admit that there is. But hey, it'd be well, nice. Well, he's if he not did. an expert in concussions. He's or not in identifying concussions or in. Uh, realizing when people are telling him there's an issue with concussion. Or he's not an expert in that. He's also not an expert in paying money he said he would pay to fund research for concussions <laughs> and or to players that they said they would pay. But, okay, that's fine. <laughs> but to not be an expert at the sport that you're commissioner on? Come on, man. Dude. 
Do That's better. so ridiculous. Uh, drunk line is open. It's football season. Feel free to call in. And We're uh, all fired up. Just, to, I think this is what I want to use the drunk line for this week. Call in and talk shit about the team you hate the most. That seems to be a fun thing to do. We opened up the show with Stephen A. Smith making fun of the Cowboys. If there's a team you hate, call in. Oh, that's a, that works out <laughs> That's a well. quick hook. Craft <laughs> Root Sports, who's this? You motherfucker. You knew it. I knew it. As soon as the phone rang, I thought, oh, gee, it'll be Bill, because he's got, he's got as soon as we hit the line, he's got us on speed dial. <laughs> All right, so. Wait, I like that you start off this call, Bill, by saying, you motherfuckers, you haven't watched the show in like a month and a half, <laughs> and the first thing you're going to say to us is, you motherfuckers. So I, I want to address a couple of quick things before we get into the details of the show. First and foremost, what's the punishment you guys are going to take since I clearly won the whole McGregor <laughs> fight bet because i clearly backed the right horse not the fucking glass jawed fuck that screwed everything up uh we'll pay up that bet as soon as you pay up the bet for losing for uh the the twitter feed having more followers for katie perry's booty hole about that Oh, I forgot all about that. Oh, you son of a bitch oh yeah that's right nobody I forgot that existed that. people don't forget son of a I forgot about Katie P's booty hole. So I guess we'll just call it even there. What you got next? <laughs> um, well, technically, I lost on both of them, so I applaud your ability to let me get away with that. <laughs> it's pretty clear and win. Uh, we're not about Otherwise, that would have been like though. me drinking two of those shitty fucking beers with like Clamato or whatever the fuck I was talking about <laughs> the last couple weeks ago. Speaking okay, of which, yeah. we're still so waiting on, on that package. You already let me out of it. Yeah, thanks for the liquor that you sent us too, Bill. It's really awesome. It's that going you, down uh, smooth. Oh, I've, uh, did you send that to yourself again? I, I have no idea where the box is. <laughs> Look, I drink a lot. Fuck you guys. It's somewhere. I think I sent it. I'm pretty sure I did. Oh. <laughs> if it didn't show up, uh, uh, hopefully it comes back, I guess. <laughs> if not, some fucking redneck somewhere is enjoying that shit. No, nobody's enjoying that. Well, this is true. Some redneck somewhere is like like restripping his truck with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bill, what do you got All right, for so us? So, a couple week? of quick questions. First and foremost, talking about cricket and the amount Facebook paid. <laughs> yeah. How is that not justified considering there's 1.3 billion people in India versus 300 million in the U.S.? Because there's How much only, does the NFL get? Well, it, what what you're missing there is they bid to stream it exclusively on Facebook, and there are not that many people from India on Facebook. Like they're the third highest population on Facebook. So yeah, yeah there's all those billions still, of people, but there's only like a hundred million on Facebook. Yeah, but it's also one of the fastest growing countries for technology and access to the internet. Ah, Jesus Christ, Bill. It's fucking crazy. Oh, it's I'm cricket. Sorry. It just so happens, it's cricket. Hey, it just so happens this is shit I know about, fucker. <laughs> so technology and remote access to data, they're the number one growing country in the world. Muhammad's the most commonly used name in the world. Read a fucking book. Uh, wait, wait, why did you bring Muhammad out? I just wanted what to quote. Fuck? I just wanted to quote Superbad because that's what it sounded like with your oh, the fastest grown country in the world. It just sounded exactly like fucking McLovin. So thanks. Uh, oh, you know what? Yeah, you know, fuck you. 
See, I try not to go racial, and then here you come. He hit us, the jihad. He hit us with the like, loving defense. <laughs> Bill, what you else you got this and week? Because this is going off the rails quick. <laughs> yeah, as for the Mickey Rourke fight, yeah. I'm going to back Mickey Rourke. Because never underestimate, underestimate Royd Rage. Never underestimate Royd Rage. He'll snap halfway through. Go bloodshot eyes and like eat the throat of fucking that poor. In this case, I am also backing Mickey Rourke because they will rig the fight for him to win again. Because he's sixty four, and you have to rig that fight or else he'll die. Yeah, well, there's a good chance he will die in the ring, but probably still with his jaws clamped around that poor kid's throat like a fucking dog someone shot. Uh, just a uh, real quick, Bill. We got a comment on Facebook here from Gary, who said, "In the words of Ron Burgundy, go fuck yourself, San Diego. Get off the line, Sexton." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because he's such a contributor. That smarmy mouth fuck. He's so witty. Never talks, but he's such a witty guy. <laughs> I think we've got our new uh, so, Facebook battle here. Facebook comment section battle. Yeah. Fuck that faggot. Fuck him. <laughs> fuck him his ass. All right. So my last point, real quick, very important, is I just want to call out, I really like the Beagle in Vic's photo for his profile. Because, <laughs> you know, Beagles are cool. Vic, hope you call in later. We can talk about Beagles through them. It'll be good. Uh, fuck you, Bill. See you, man. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank God Vic has to work tonight. I don't know if he's going to be able to call in and talk about beagles. Um, <clears throat> Bill, always good to hear from you, you uh, you crazy fucking man. Uh, let's do let's do the uh, the new white motherfucker segment now. All right. Let's so the is Mike a white motherfucker thing has blown up. Tyson Thorpe originally decided that we should do uh, we should ask questions each week to Mike about 90s R&B because he couldn't identify anniversary by Tony Tony Tony. Turns out that he did actually know it but he just couldn't at the moment identify it which was a, an offense. But it's not as egregious. Enough. Yeah, it's egregious <laughs> enough at the moment yeah. to not know, but uh, it's now expanded, and we thought, how can we make this more interesting? How can we make this a little bit more fun? So we decided. From Blake. Yes, our man this Blake was, this was out. from uh, Blake. Everybody knows Blake from our uh, conversations about UFC, our, our boxing expert, if you will, on the show. And, well, we've decided that for the Is Mike a White Motherfucker segment, there will be punishments involved. It won't just be Mike, your white motherfucker. It will be that in addition to... <laughs> If Mike gets the question of the week wrong, not only is he dubbed a white motherfucker for that week, he also has to take a shot of, well, for the lack of a better phrase, the black man's hypnotic. If he gets said question right, I have to get iced and drink the white man's Zima. And then on top of that, I get to ask you the question next week. Oh, I so, didn't know that was part of it. Yes. I, I missed that part. You missed that part. Yes. So, oh, I thought I was just asking the question every week. No, if I if I get it right, then I get to ask you because now you're the white motherfucker and I will ask you the question oh. the next week. Same stipulation. I don't know if I like that part of it. I think I just ask the question every week. And if you accidentally get it right, then sure. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, fine. I don't we'll know. Do it your there's, way. A, there's a lot of reactions going on on the video. People laughing and uh, hearts flying on this one. So <laughs> I think people are on okay, board so with this. Maybe, maybe we're on to so something here. You could because we, I want to prove that you are just as white of a motherfucker as I am. Maybe <laughs> the second part, but I don't know if I'm as white as you, but all right. All right, so 
We're going to get to this week's white motherfucker question of the week to find out if I am the white motherfucker or if Scott is going to get iced, which everybody loves. So I feel a lot of pressure on me. Yes, yeah, so people right. have been nonstop <laughs> missing that and they're so mad. And that's why, bring that yeah, back. that's why. Which is kind of why we did this. I guess we took away our most popular segment of right. me getting iced for what was I just it, 12 weeks. I didn't want it to get old. Like, I felt like it was going to, people were going to be like, <sighs> Okay, I get well, it. I mean, he doesn't it ran get the, its, Yeah, I guess he, he kind of ran its course. Uh-huh. Yeah, he doesn't. He he spent twelve weeks not getting these players. Let's move on. Right. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah. I mean, as fun as it is for these assholes to watch me get iced, it, you know, we we got to shake things up a little bit. If and I'm going to get iced now. Whoops, sorry, didn't mean to hit that. And now people get to watch either one of us drink something disgusting, basically. So let's find out if I am a white motherfucker. Hit me with the question. Mike. Yes, sir. The 90s R&B. Oh, God damn it. <clears throat> what? That's the whole crux of this thing. No. It, well, okay. That's Yeah, no, it's it all was. all 90s R&B. Okay. Well, all... I mean, we might. That was the other thing I was asked on Facebook. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, the 90s R&B song. Brown Sugar. <laughs> Name the artist of that song. Fuck if I know. Uh, if I have to... If I have to guess, which this is going to be hilarious, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way you can stab at this one and get it. But go ahead. Uh, I'm gonna go with Bobby Brown. Oh, <laughs> Mike, you are a white motherfucker. God damn it! <laughs> and here I'll even pop oh, that for thanks, you. Uh, the answer you were looking for was D'Angelo. D'Angelo is the. Uh, is that uh, okay? I I know who D'Angelo is. And if you heard the song, you might know. What Maybe, it was, yeah. But uh, oh Jesus! That I actually looks heard it this so awful. I actually heard it this evening, and uh, oh. I thought I had another question ready, and then I heard the song, and I thought that's a good one. <laughs> the other one I'll save for next week because it's also good. But oh, dude, what the fuck? Shoot that hypnotic, bro! All right, well, here's to being a white motherfucker. Oh, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> that is so bad. Uh, uh, it tastes like somebody pissed in a Sprite and then put it in there. That is... Oh, that's awful. Bill just gave a great idea. Thank God it's just a shot, because if I had to, like, chug more than that, ugh. Well, Bill just gave a great idea, and I'll mention it during this call, because I'm sure whoever this is just interrupts the call. <laughs> Hey, Craft Root Sports, who's this? It's Glenn. Hey, Glenn, what's up, man? Nothing much. See you guys sipping on that hypnotic. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not you guys. Only one of us. Just one, and it is, uh, uh, need, it is awful. Need to, put a little, need to put a little Hennessy in there and get you an Incredible Hulk going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's the trick. Is that what makes hypnotic uh, tolerable? <laughs> that's a yeah, that's what makes it green. That's great out on air. <laughs> okay, well, while, while we got you on the line, Glenn, so uh, fan of the show, Drew had uh, sent me a message on Facebook and said, inspired by his white-ass co-workers, he told me, that we should uh, expand this to hip-hop and not just r Well, that's what I thought it was. Well, yeah, we, no, it's yeah. going to be hip-hop, but I think it should be a mix. It should be hip-hop and R&B, one, so that we have a, a larger berth, because otherwise we're going to run out of... Yeah. Uh, 
available stuff. But he said that I should make you finish lyrics to songs in some of these, or say, you know, read lyrics to a song and see if you can identify the song like that. That's what uh, Bill also said that on the Facebook feed. Yeah, I saw uh, that Bill had mentioned that. I was like, so Glenn, what what are you what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I agree with that. <laughs> I think that's another way we can get him to drink him. Not I was going to say, not? I think this comes down to, I am going to be a white motherfucker every week. Like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> winner, winner, <laughs> like I lucked out on that first, on that first week's question about next and too close. After that, I'm just swinging at air here. I got, <laughs> I got no fucking shot. Oh, you got it. You got last week's. Ah, that was a it was a softball because you didn't true. have a question right. lined up. I hadn't thought of it before. Now that you have skin in the game, uh, I don't we, know. Did Glenn just drop out? What no, Glenn's still here. No, I'm still here. We're trying to get oh, a we, beep. We got an extra call. <laughs> that was Vic calling it. Vic, give us like a couple minutes here, man. Relax. People are pumped, man. It's football <laughs> season, and I'm a white. People want to talk, man. The line is popular. <laughs> I just wanted to call in, tell you guys I'm enjoying the show. I'm at work, so it's passing time, but I'm going for the trifecta this week. Yeah, beating Mike in fantasy, beating the Forty ers in San Fran, and trying to beat y'all in the pick'em. So, wow. Well, one of those I feel like is a for sure. Well, the the Panthers are definitely going to beat the Forty ers So you got that one in the bag. <laughs> oh shit! So, all right, well, that's it, man. I'll, I'll let y'all get to your brother, man. Have a good rest <laughs> all of the show. Right, good talk to you, all bud. Right, See ya. Uh, Glenn brings up a good point. The pick'em that you could still get in that. Yes, uh, it's it games. It do, does well, not lock until tomorrow afternoon. Five minutes before the first game scheduled tomorrow. So like eleven fifty five. That's gonna lock. Yeah. Okay. All right. So well, get then we in. got until noon. We've got thirty people in the pool. Is that thirty besides us, or are we thirty besides us? Yeah. Okay. So there's thirty of you all, and then us two people who will probably one of us <laughs> i feel like one of us at least is going to finish behind someone I, that, oh i'm gonna with I, all of these people it'd be kind of hard for us both to finish at the top no it's i'm gonna lose to a lot of people oh no no be... no you are going to i'm saying there might only be a couple people in front of me tank but... was very worried about this tank asked me he was like all right here we go hang on hey crap sports is this Vic? hey dicks what's up <laughs> i feel like that was a yes hey, hey. Listen. Couple things, real quick. First of all, fucking Bill is right. Beagles are awesome. Yes, they are. I agree. That, that dog, that dog was sweet. Uh, second of all, Scott, I can save you a lot of time. You just, I gotta find the video for you. Uh, I have a video of Michael moonwalking. Whoops, sorry, Vic, can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you, Vic. What was that? Proving, uh. proving beyond all doubt that he's a white motherfucker. <laughs> I need to see this video if you could. Uh, oh, Jesus, yeah, I you, know, you totally to do. Uh, if I can find it, I'll get it to you. Yes. Uh, and uh, since we're talking, if shit you can about find it, here's here's this is the honest to God truth, hate. Vic. If you can find it, I will convert it to a digital format and I will play it on this show so the people on Facebook Live. Oh can God, see I'm it. calling. I wonder if it's too late to call mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since we're talking about fans we hate or teams we hate, I, I fucking hate Steeler fans. Right. There's three categories of Steeler fans. There's ones I like, which is like three people, so no one cares about that. <laughs> and then there's douchebags and cunts. <laughs> and, and this is why. Okay, Wait, is, is why. that is that They're two separate categories? They go online after Miles Garrett says, "Ah, oh, Ben Roethlis- Ben Roethlisberger is just another guy, it's just another quarterback," and they freak the fuck out. <laughs> what was he supposed to say? 
Like, I, I hope he lets me suck his cock in the backfield. Like, <laughs> I, what's he supposed to say? Like, oh, oh my God, I'm so scared of Ben. No, fuck you. He's going to say he's a regular guy. God, it's so stupid. And then the cunts are the ones that anytime somebody posts something after a Steelers loss, they get all uppity. Uh, you're just a hater. Uh, you're hate. And then they do the same thing all day today about the Patriots. Yeah, that's true. That's they are. Yeah. That's why they're cunts. <laughs> and while I was, I'm at I was it, wondering I can't how long it would be tomorrow to go into the fan. fucking grocery store and hear somebody scream, "Oh, H!" Oh, <laughs> Jesus! Fucking stupid too. <laughs> the grocery store—it's so true. It is Saturday morning. Yeah, that's all you hear. For those of they you were listening, in a fucking scrappers game. <laughs> for those of you <laughs> listening, baseball. For those of you listening outside sport. of Ohio, uh, Ohio State fans will uh, chant to each other. One will say "oh h," and then somebody will follow it up with "i o." It's a really weird uh, thing. The only thing I'm hoping, because really I saw the, uh, it was on the news this afternoon, is Ohio State is <clears throat> issuing cease and desist orders to all kind of businesses for using the block O emblem or anything. Basically, that says Ohio State. So that would be sweet if they stop people from doing that. <laughs> like if you did that, if you did that, and you just got fucking tased in the grocery, like a giant eagle at the meat counter. You just got fucking, that should be a tasable offense. <laughs> that would be amazing to see somebody yell "oh" and then just gets zapped, and then somebody else yeah, an, an aisle away didn't realize happened. what happened. They're they like, should get oh, yeah. oh, taser guns. <laughs> Just for that purpose. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to call mom. <laughs> Rack me. Oh, wait, that's the wrong show. Never mind. Uh, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, thanks, man. See you, Vic. <laughs> good calls so far, everybody. Keep up the good work. So, Jessica uh, uh, is a Steelers fan and did Ohio State. Yeah, I saw her add the yeah. I.O. in there. That was, <laughs> so I was just uh, sitting there while he's talking thinking, wow, yeah. Just, to, cylinders just to go back a little bit here, uh, Brandon said, who is Bobby Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag every white guy's answer to 90s R&D. <laughs> yes. That was your stab, too. That's so great. Uh, Crap Fruit Sports, is this Bill? Of course. Of course, yeah, because Vic just called. I get it. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not going to talk about Beagles, but he is right. That Beagle was epic. I saw the photo. But more importantly, I actually want to bring up something about football. Oh, okay. Is is this going to be another longest yard reference? No, but okay. fuck you. That was a great poll, and really you all good. enjoyed it. So it was really good. Shit. And it wasn't the longest yard, man. How oh, many times I got to tell you? I forget. Jeez. I forget what happened. <laughs> it, it, you fucking dude. It was the replacements. God, I forgot. Shut it up. Anyways. Go ahead, Bill. Point break. So I'm glad that you guys remember it. I love you for it. But more importantly, I'm kind of surprised on your call. Maybe it's because I missed last week's. Why is no one discussing the fact that the Seattle Seahawks released their new logo that looks like a fucking ostrich? They did. They did rebrand it. That was kind of it's like a the... secondary logo. Well, and too, it's, which is it's just the the Seahawks logo from head on instead yeah. of yeah. instead of the yeah. old side eye. It's like right. a fucking ostrich. It literally, it literally looks like it's people some did some really creative things with it on uh, on Photoshop on Facebook. But it w- it wasn't like when uh, the Chargers released their logo and. The internet blew yeah. up with them making just basically saying they ripped off the Dodgers. Right. In fact, I had seen. Well, yeah, but, but that. Hold on. The Charger thing came about because whatever they did, 
my entire city was of the opinion of fuck you, fuck your house. I hope your mother dies by gang rape by black guys in LA. That was literally the approach for my entire city. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, Mel Gibson, chill out. <laughs> hey, I'm just telling you, that was what happened. Uh, I know guys that would breathe and die for the Chargers. And as soon as they went, we're going to LA, they went, I hope every one of them contracts a disease and dies <laughs> a slow, horrible death. And that's what happens when a team leaves the city. True fans. True fans. <laughs> uh, Glenn said that uh, someone said that, that that Seahawks logo looks like the face of Seahawks fans when you don't run it in from the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, holy shit, that's a valid argument, though. That's a very good point. But, I mean, think about it, man. How would you feel, Mike, if, like, you know, your local shitty team left? I lived and through that. Stuff. That's why I stopped caring about the NFL. I I just quit caring about the NFL. I was a Browns fan, and then they left. Fuck Art Modell. Oh, wait, that's right. That did happen. Yeah. My fault. Sorry. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> All right. You guys have a good night. Talk to you later. Peace. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> that call had so many turns. I don't even know uh, where to go on that one. All right. Uh, so... Oh, what the fuck? Anyways, if you still want to call in and talk shit about any team, please feel free. Uh, we Leave love... the Mel Gibson comparison. Yeah, let's let's tone down <laughs> some of the... Uh, you could be crazy. We obviously don't have rules on this show, but uh, maybe just turn the racism down to like a six. <laughs> yeah, a solid <laughs> six would be good. You let us handle it with the hypnotic enzema. We just... Leave that to the experts. All right, so a couple of things that... Uh, By the way, I am definitely a racism expert in case Roger Goodell wants to Oh, yeah, to yeah, well, I don't, course, I, you know, yeah. I'm not going to deny that I'm a racism yeah, expert. Yeah, so, There's that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one thing I wanted to talk about, we do have our pick'em pool uh, that, that starts tomorrow. God, I love this. I fucking love this. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Fine, African-American. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I dumped him. I had to dump him. I had to dump him. I'm sorry, Bill. That's fu- that's a lot of fucking calls in a short amount of time. That's- All right. Anyway. Give someone else a chance, Bill. If nobody calls in for like 15 minutes, you can call back in. <laughs> We're gonna have to set an egg timer for Bill. We, we put Bill in the penalty box, the calling penalty box, for just a minute. All right, so we have our our uh, craft root sports. Very pick-up. very proud of you people for uh, joining. Uh, Thirty is a lot. We we truth be told, we were hoping to get to fifty. That yeah, was our that I was wanted... our agreed upon off the air goal. But thirty is a lot, and thirty is a very respectable number. Yeah, and especially with like the, it's weird, and I understand it's like a season long commitment. People aren't necessarily going to want to do that, but. I uh, appreciate those of you that did join in. So what we're going to try to do is five NFL games and five college games each week. Um, and again, if you finish higher than me or if you finish higher than Scott, you get to name a punishment for whoever you finish higher than. If you finish higher than both of us, you get to punish both hosts, which this is going to be basically next summer's shows. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's true. Essentially what this is going to be. From February uh, on. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be, which Tank was very worried. That's what I started to say earlier. Tank was super worried about me because he was like, dude, what if you finish behind like 
30 people. Are you just going to die one show? I was like, no, it's going to be spread out. Tank, don't worry about that. <laughs> First of all, he's not going to die. And second of all, if he does, then he should have picked better. I mean, that's really that simple. That's fair. That's a fair I point. Mean, uh, so looking at the, uh, actually, looking at the games that we have picked, uh, first game is Saturday at 3.30. So you guys have some time to uh, to get out there and, and make your picks. And recruit people to make picks. Yeah. Uh, and we put that out there, too. If you share the link and tag us in the post, we're going to enter you in for a chance to win a free beer that we have on the show. Yes. So there's there's some incentive for you to share this around, tell people about it. Anyways, let's talk about who we picked uh, in this week's games since we can't see who anybody else picked. You don't get to see it until the games lock. So people could change their mind based on what we say. Probably not. <laughs> not on what you say. Well, no, maybe because they're going to be like, oh, Mike picked them too? Fuck that. What, no, I, would the do, other what I would totally do is get one or two up on us and then just mock our picks every week. And they could never, <laughs> never outdo us. So just get ahead of us and then, what are they picking? <laughs> yep, same picks here. And just ride that out. That's a good, I didn't even think about that. that uh, but we could change them too. We could change our picks between the time true. we record it and when it launches. So whatever. All right, so first game of the, the day is Pitt versus Penn State. I went Penn State on that one. That was a no-brainer to me. The, yeah. I mean, Pitt. Well, it's just home team, too. Pitt also struggled with YSU last week. Like, they yeah. went to overtime with an FCS school. There's no who's, way they're going to beat Penn State. Who's their running back for Penn State that's super awesome? Uh, anybody against Pitt. It doesn't well, matter. Yeah, no, like, I know, but I mean, specifically, he's like a guy know. that is very. He has a name as far as in college. <laughs> yes, he has a name. Let's laugh. <laughs> yes, he does have a name. Ooh, good one. Anyway. No, his name is on like the all the preseason favorites for winning all the running back awards, and you know I honestly don't Heisman know. hopeful, and I can't. I, his name yeah. eludes me, but I, he's really good, and I saw highlights of him running for you know some crazy amount in the first game, and I don't even remember who they played because week ones outside of the national games were all yeah. lousy like they usually are. It was are, a but. surprisingly good week one if you looked at from yeah, Thursday on. Of, yeah, it was a decent of slate of games. And even this week, normally week two is really shitty, especially after a good week one. There it is. Gary helped me out. Sa- Saquon Barkley. Thanks, Gary. He's yes. uh, Well, Gary hates Penn State too, so that's pretty great. Uh, it, normally week two is a big shit box after a good week one mm-hmm. slate. And this week is still like, there's still some really good games coming up week three, probably a bunch of snoozers. But well then, cause it's right before most right of before the conference, conference play, play starts. starts. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's get into one of those games. It's a big game this week. Uh, Auburn versus Clemson. Uh, I think this one's being played in Clemson. Who'd you pick in that game? I'm actually trying to remember because that one, that was one of the only, Ones there, there was one NFL game, and I think this was the one college game where I actually sat there for a minute and thought and tried to convince myself on who I was going to take. And I, I believe I ultimately went with Auburn, but that's because oh. I think Clemson coming off is it has the championship hangover, and this being uh, their first because who did Clemson play in week one? It's eluding me. They. They they won their week one matchup. Yeah, but I don't I, I don't think it was against anybody necessarily that they they would lose to on you know. No, it wasn't. Uh, I don't think anybody. They didn't come out firing against you know Alabama or anything like that. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't that quality of opponent. So I mean, 
Craft Brew Sports, who's this? Hey, I forgot about one other group of Steeler fans I hate. <laughs> All right, go for it, Vic. All right, these are the these are the they're probably the worst ones. They're the ones that say, "I live closer to Pittsburgh, even though I live in Ohio. That's why I'm a Steelers fan." And then they root for the fucking Indians. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At first, I was gonna be you like, "You don't get to fucking say you don't get to say that." Yeah. At first, I was no, gonna kind of. At first, root I was gonna. Fire, dicks. No, at first I was going to ask you about like, uh, do you are you one of those people that feels like you have to cheer for the team because you live in that state? But it seems like you're just pissed about the contradiction. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go fuck himself, <laughs> and fuck the Steelers anyways. I I hate them anyhow. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. Their fans could be the nicest people in the world. They could still go fuck themselves. <laughs> Vic, who'd you pick in the Clemson Auburn game? You know, I, pick them. And, uh, I think Clemson. All right, there you go. Uh, I hope, I, I, hope I win. I'm not even gonna. If I, I win, Rose I'm not right. gonna punish Scott at all. I'm gonna use both of them on you. <sighs> Fuck you, man. Fuck you. I don't think Scott heard that. I'm really <laughs> glad he didn't hear that. Oh no, I heard this. I was pouring my beer. Yeah, no, I'm totally gonna use both on Mike. All right. Well, fuck you, man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. I'm. I'm even doing research. I'm trying real hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I like to hear. I haven't done shit. I just blindly picked teams. I just went through and picked shit. That's a. That's a better shot than I have. Seriously, I hope I. Yeah. No, I I just hope I win, just so I can punish you, Michael. (laughs) That's the goal. All right. Or whoever wins, I hope they just do it justice. I'm sure people will make me message me. I got some message me. I got some ideas. All right, man. You're breaking up. I don't know. uh... (laughs) All right. All right. Later, Vic. (laughs) Bye. All right. Bye. (laughs) Anyways. Uh, Okay. So so I think Facebook picked us up again. Uh, Clemson played Kent State in week one. And crushed them. And I, I think I go with Auburn in this one, like I said, because I do, I, I think that you know Clemson having played nobody in week one, being Kent State, that yeah, I just feel like they are that winning, winning the championship. They had a lot to come back for last year after having lost the year before, and you had the last year of a lot of their guys, Bullware and uh, you know Deshaun Watson and all that, and then those guys left. And that's not to say that they aren't in a position where they're just, you know, reloading essentially, but it does take a little bit to transition to a new quarterback and coming off a championship where there's just that little lost motivation. Yeah, I get it. And especially so, especially and, with the the loss of Watson, I think that's huge for, yeah, for Clemson. He's arguably the best player in college football. But at the same time, I think Clemson at night is a hard place to play. That's, that's a, the and thing. that's why I went with Clemson cuz I'm going to give them the advantage. The home team, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not only that, fuck the SEC. That's the other reason why I went Clemson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I make a good argument for Auburn. I don't know. Like I said, I sat there for a minute before ultimately, I think, going with Auburn. And again, I'm saying I think I can't remember this game because really it was I, – I think I clicked back and forth on this nice. one for a minute. It was not yeah, – We'll it, see. It was – there was two – We'll f- see as of like 3.30 tomorrow who you really <laughs> pick. Yeah, there's there was, but there was one NFL and one uh, college game. I remember the NFL game that I went back and forth on, but the college game, this was the one that I think I did sat there and thought real hard about, and the rest of them I just was like, yeah, okay, this is no <laughs> The next two were super tough for me to actually pick. Uh, so Oklahoma-Ohio State was the, the next game that Ohio we picked. Ohio State, that was not hard. 
I picked Ohio State too. They beat the crap out of them in Oklahoma last year, so there's no way they're gonna not. Beat and the crap Oklahoma's out of them got the new coach. Stoops is yeah, gone. No, there's, there's a there's that, a that lot easy. going on there. It was an easy pick for me too, but I also like. I felt dirty. Like, I, I, I figured that was this what you meant, but it was an easy pick. <laughs> next, uh, next game was UFC, uh, USC Stanford. Uh, that also made you feel dirty, but you you went with USC. Yeah, yeah, that I was really again as not super easy. Not like I don't expect a super walkover or anything, but I USC's really good this year. So. I know, and I hate that they're good. Although I want them to be undefeated when they play Notre Dame, and then Notre Dame to upset them, but Notre Dame won't do that. So. <laughs> Uh, Is that the game in? It's going to be in no the Notre oh the Stanford game no no oh the, the Notre Dame USC that's going to be at Notre Dame okay mid season they alternate. which what a bunch what? of fucking Since when isn't it always at the every end? T- yeah when they play at USC but when they play in Notre Dame USC doesn't want to travel the last week of the year when it's well, wait, cold well, hold on, so they though. play I in thought, the middle of the season I thought the Bush push was at Notre Dame and that that was like the last game of it the season. was. At Notre Dame, it was not the last game of the season. It no. wasn't. No. I just remember it being a night no. game, and I thought it was when closer they to play. The end of the when season. USC plays at Notre Dame, they play in the middle of the I year. Didn't, see, I didn't know because that. I always thought it was fucking at the end. Pansies is why they do it because well, well, they they don't want to play in the cold. The pansies it, that win. Though, so. Fuck <laughs> USC. <laughs> okay. Fine. Last game was uh, was just a random one that I picked. Uh, Utah BYU. I I don't Utah. know why I picked that one. I picked you. You know why I picked Utah? And I will watch this game. Simply because I love when Utah's playing because I think of my cousin Vinny every time. I always think of Alex Smith. Oh. Well, I think of my cousin Vinny because <laughs> they're the Utah Utes, and it yeah, makes me giggle. I got you. And I just laugh. I knew why, but I just I always just think of Alex so Smith. So we differ on one college game uh, on that. Mm-hmm. And we may not even, you don't even remember. Yeah, like pick, I said, so. I think I won Auburn, but I could be wrong. All right, let's see who this is, and uh, this is probably Bill. Craft Sports, who's this? It's Bill. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> hey, Bill. Well, I was going to say, I went with Brigham Young. You went with BYU? Why did you pick yeah. BYU? Oh, so, to be honest with you, because I'm trying to be more appropriate based on your feedback. Um, I mean, if you look at it, them little Stop Mormon bastards saying. don't drink liquor. They don't drink caffeine. <laughs> they don't smoke. I think they're going to do a lot better. I mean, they're I mean, wearing it- this special magical underwear. Those little fucks are going to do great. <laughs> Isn't the Utah team, though, a lot of Mormons, too? Well, yes, but they're not pure Mormon, because there's no way in fuck they're letting someone who's unsanctified on their field or in their fucking locker room, because the Mormons, they think that shit really serious. All right. Yeah, there you go. So they're not going to let the mongrels in there. It's all going to be nice and clean. I think Brigham's going to win, because according to them, God's on their side. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we'll we'll see how that pick works out for you. Got to hope I win. All right, later. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah. I subscribe to the Vic policy. If I win, you're getting double. Scott gets nothing. <laughs> you know what? Bill can call up. Set the timer to 10 minutes instead of 15. Call in a little bit more for a good. Fuck both of you guys. <laughs> love you too, brother. So later. Bad. All right. Oh, Jesus. There we go. That's great. I'm really glad we're doing this, everybody. Can we move <laughs> to the NFL? Yeah, we can. Uh, before we do that, to Utah. Uh, before we do that, since it is college, uh, since we just talked about college. Ah, uh, yeah. Let's, let's go on ahead and do let's lose Let's find losers. out whose lose losers are for this week. Uh, once again, we got the call in. Uh, we'll play this for you guys so you can maybe change your picks. We'll see. 
See who Lou is picking to lose in some of these games. It's Lou the Dog back again to share some more picks for the Flying Pigskin. Week one was a success, two for two. Now you know this dog ain't throwing out poo. So listen close, old Lou, and you're sure to hear the losers of the weekend free and clear. If you're the type of dog who has the itch, keep an eye on the score to make your book twitch. Game number one, Auburn at Clemson. The Tigger Bowl is back, an early season treat. Per usual, both teams are without a defeat. Night games in Death Valley turn into a fratty southern mess. Moms will watch from afar and claim, God bless. <laughs> Gus brings a full team of improved striped kittens to the house of Dabo, whose cats got rings on their mittens. Both teams will try to run the ball. The one who succeeds is least likely to fall. Expect a battle, a grind, and a lot of fight before this one is settled in the Carolina night. The difference is Dabo's stout defensive front. Don't be surprised to see a blocked punt. The champs move on to 2-0, and and the Bama-style Bengals lose a bit of their glow. Lose a loser. <laughs> Auburn, 27-21. Game number two, Oklahoma at Ohio State. The Sooners come to the shoe to avenge their last loss, a Buckeye blowout by way more than one toss. This game features two in the top five. It's the natty title for which these boys strive. Last week, the Buckeyes struggled first, then impressed, and left the Hoosier fans quite depressed. Oklahoma fattened up on the old West Texas Miners, but it's TBD if they could beat Scott's Niners. It's easy to predict an electric scene in the shoe. Wow. Much harder, I think, to guess who gets win number two. Baker Mayfield and company will come ready to play, and they'll fight as hard as Cassius Clay. But Ehrman's army is more tested and on a mission. Not likely to be bested. It's a loss they'll be dishing. Lose losers. Ruff! Oklahoma, 41-38. So Lou's calling two close games there. Yeah. He's got Clemson 27 I'd be surprised at the Ohio State game if it was that close. I'd and be surprised if it's that high scoring. Well, I was just going to say, if it's if it gets that high and it's that close, I guess I'll be more surprised than if it was low scoring and close. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't think that that'll be close. <laughs> I think Ohio State pretty much runs away with that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really foresee Oklahoma putting up too much of a fight on that one. Um but yeah, that's uh, there's lose losers for this week. So uh, Lou has Clemson beating Auburn and Ohio State beating Oklahoma. Both also in check close in games. with the picks because yeah. Lou made all of the picks this week as well. Yeah, people were wondering if they get to punish Lou if uh, no if they beat him. And I'm like, no, well, you they might punish Lou. You punishing, <laughs> punishing the dog for losing? Come on, <laughs> Lou is not up for punishment. It's just me and Scott. Apparently, it's just me. This isn't bad news. People kennel, hate yo. me. <laughs> all right, uh, let's move on to the NFL and the those games in the pick'em. Uh, we got Baltimore and Cincinnati as the first game in the the slate. Had to do that one because I'm a uh, Bengals fan and, you know, we're based out of Cincinnati. So we had to throw that one on there. I got Cincinnati winning that game. I do. It's uh, for whatever reason, Baltimore plays crappier here. I just feel like Baltimore such a shit show, especially I, with it, they're, they're definitely in disarray because Flacco sat on all of the preseason and, you know, I don't know. They got a lot of injuries and there's just 
There's something off about him. Yeah. That just doesn't feel right. Like, ever since they won the Super Bowl, more or less, and they lost all of those long-time defensive players yeah. that kind of made them a a recognizable franchise. I think now you still think about the hard-hitting defense and all that, but then you start to think about who's on the defense, and you can't name right. anybody after Terrell Suggs. Right. And Suggs I, is getting long in the tooth, so. there, I think the Ravens finished the bottom of the NFC North this, or AFC North this year. I don't you think they – I, I think the Browns will finish ahead of them. You're just doing that because of Kaiser. <laughs> no, I'm really not. Sure. I seriously think the Browns <laughs> are, are improved this year over – uh, over last year, and I, I think the Ravens are just – I think they're going to be rat shit horrible. Rat shit? Rat wow. shit horrible. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spoken like a true former Browns fan. It's just like, fuck the Ravens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who do you got in that one? Cincinnati? Uh, I do think a Cincinnati home team. I think they're just more uh, – they've got their own issues that I don't think you can really look past. But I did pick – I picked them to make the playoffs and be the wild card behind the Steelers. Oh, yeah, on your other podcast. Yeah, I heard yeah. that. On your uh, other yeah, podcast, you picked that the one. Other, the other one. Timberlake. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I do think they go 9-7, and, and I picked them to win this game. But I don't – the Bengals in their wins I don't think are going to ever look too dominant because yeah. they they play a tough schedule because I feel like that AFC North schedule is just tough for everybody right. involved. There's no easy games there. But I just I don't see the Bengals as a team that can run away from anybody. And yeah. So it's all going to be hard fought. But I I could see them beating the Ravens because again, you, like you said, the Ravens are they're all over the place, kind of sort of. And I I don't even know what to think of them. So it's like yeah, because I don't they're know. Just, I'm yeah. assuming that they're going to be pretty terrible. That's where that's where I'm at too. Because there's not it's just there's like nothing you're that not... you can really point to that's rock solid anywhere. Right. Except for head coach, that's it. That's everything else on the field. I'm like, ugh. You're don't just trust saying that because you like Harbaugh's. I like Jim. <laughs> but John won right. a Super Bowl, so since, it's not like he's a bad head coach. Since we're not going to be on the air until after the Thursday night game uh, between Cincinnati and Houston, I know who you're picking in that game, but mm-hmm. let me ask you this. Do you think the game even happens? Because we're supposed to get that fucking hurricane here Thursday night. And also, isn't it hilarious that Houston is going to be here and a fucking hurricane's going to hit? Okay, Atlanta <laughs> Braves. No, I don't <laughs> think that's funny. <laughs> uh <laughs> I didn't know that, but that was my thought when the the last time there was a hurricane and it came Ike. through here and it, yeah, and it messed everything up here for a few days. And I, I don't even I know if they're going to play the game. Four days. Yeah, I, I mean, I I hope to God that it doesn't get nearly as bad as that because that sucked for it was <laughs> shitty, man. Compar- I was going to say incomparable to where the hurricane actually. That's hit. a fair Let point. Yep. Preface that that yeah. it wasn't near. But shitty. It, it, yeah. It was it was shitty and. A hurricane has never really affected my life until that, right. and I didn't think that it was possible. And then it came up here, and all those winds knocked out everything, and for four days I was without power. Yeah. Now, granted, I was gone for all four of those days, but I did have to spend the <laughs> night uh, for at least one of them at somewhere, at one of my friend's house, because I just didn't have power, and it never did come on until yeah. I was back from that weekend. But anyway, I, I, I picked Houston to win that game, um, but if... I think on the short week, I'd agree. Houston Houston has the advantage it's on the, the short defense. week. And the Bengals don't have perfect. Yeah. So well, that's going to hurt just, big time. I know they have problems. At they don't have an offensive line either. The Bengals' offensive line is so young and not tested and not good that I think the, the Houston defense can, can tear them up if they play the game. I don't even know if we're going to see yeah. that Thursday night game. That that's one might get yeah. pushed. Um, all right, so that's our... Uh, first pick. Let's see. Who's the second game? Second game is Atlanta and Chicago. 
Atlanta. That was a no-brainer. Yep, Atlanta. Moving I wondered on. how that got. <laughs> I wondered how that got put on. I, was, I thought about all the matchups. I was like, wait a minute. I how did, did this that one, one sneak through. I did that one just for this moment so that we can kind of make fun of Tyson, Tyson. for the yep. fact that <laughs> we can get our we can get our official uh, report about how Mitchell Trubisky is doing in real time when he's. Right. Standing on the sidelines, <laughs> or when he gets in when things go real terribly, and his first ever career passes a pick six. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Uh, moving on to the next game, Bills' uh, new favorite logo: the Seattle Seahawks against the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I think this one's in Green Bay. I went with Green Bay in this game. A Green Bay because they're at home. Yeah, this and fuck Pete Carroll. That's a. Uh... <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I concur with that sentiment, <laughs> and I never will be offended by us. Seahawks loss ever, but yeah, I just even if it wasn't the Seahawks, it just it you don't really go into Green it's Bay. It's in Green and, Bay, yeah, yeah, it's tough. It, in fact, if this game was in Seattle, I'd probably pick Seattle. Oh, okay. This is actually one of those home team gets it because I feel like it's just both I, teams are really good in their own homes. And I'd so, still pick against Pete Carroll just because fuck no, Pete Carroll. You, that, and that's why you. That's why I lose everything. All these picks. Carolina and San Francisco, no brainer. I already gave my pick to that. Carolina. San Francisco's <laughs> going to get their brains beat in. So. Uh, and Can't then wait. This week's good pick. Here's uh, the game. <laughs> the Giants and them boys, the Cowboys. We went NFC East. Uh, I didn't even realize you had been fighting with Cowboys fans all week, so I'm really glad I put this game in this, this week. Uh, who did you pick in this one, Scott? Did you pick against the Cowboys, or did you have to swallow your pride and pick them boys? I'm gonna let y'all wait till the picks come out <laughs> to see who I picked in this one. There's, there's your answer for that one. So I will say I had the Giants picked, and then when everything had come out that Elliot was going to be able to play Week One, I switched it back to the the Cowboys. Hmm. So I picked the Cowboys in this game. Although now it looks like Elliot like. Everything's just going to be vacant. I don't want to talk about that. The whole thing. No, it's just going to be like the Tom Brady thing. It's just going to get pushed back. Eventually, he'll serve the games, but he has this temporary thing where it'll yeah. drag on for the next year, and then he'll probably sit out the first six games of next year. Well, listen, I'm not, an, I'm not an expert in punishments, but I feel... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, neither is uh, the commissioner. Let me ask you this question. I know you don't like the Cowboys. You don't like to talk about them. But last year, it's hard to <clears> deny uh, how well... Dakota Prescott played uh, last year. He had a very good season as a rookie. Hold that thought. This is a Cowboys homer calling now. Crapper Sports, who's this? So, apparently a good seven of my ten picks align with you guys. Okay, good. But three of them differ with Scott, and I just want you to know, Scott, I hope I win you don't, because for every time I win and I beat you, Mike is going to pay such a horrible price. It's not every time. It's a season-long thing, yeah, yeah. Dude, You have to finish higher week. than us at the end of the season. That's fine, dude. I'm a math guy. So as long as I beat him by two or three right now, I run with his stats for the rest of the season, <laughs> and then we're good. That's at least three times. You have to do horrible, horrible things, Mike. Not three all times. How do you figure three times? He also has to... The, the picks also have to be better than yours. So even if he beats me, yeah. Uh, what if I just fucking match Scott's picks at that point? <laughs> well, yeah, but you're also betting religiously <laughs> on like horrible teams like Cincinnati. <laughs> so I mean, like, Scott and I picked the same fucking team. 
fuck, Yeah, but that's one I figured I'd be snitching on. You're both going to lose on that one. I'd win. Because, <laughs> you know, you, you voted with your hearts, you foolish, I'm foolish shit bag. That's not a big <laughs> Oh, God damn it, Bill. Oh, God, I love you, man. I love you. Hey, I know fuck all about sports. I click buttons. <laughs> if but you beat me, I'm going to be so disappointed in myself. What you fucked up was you're now giving me something I can do analytics on and math I know. Math I can do. I can figure this shit out. All right. Well, all we're going to do then to to fuck you over is next week we're just going to cover like two or three of the games that we picked <laughs> so that way you can't match all of our picks oh you son of a bitch <laughs> filthy ginger alright man good talking to you again Later, bro. <laughs> does everybody else know you could use the phone like you can call in it doesn't have to just be Bill <laughs> <laughs> anybody can call in like you can you can just accidentally dial the numbers. Uh, all right, so you're not going to tell us who you picked in the Giants-Cowboys nope. game. Okay, so back to the question. Dakota Prescott had a pretty good year last year. Do you think he suffers from a sophomore slump this year? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, and this has nothing to do with... This has I, nothing to I'm do with, with you. I would agree with you. It I really feel is... like it happens so often that that second year in the NFL... Well, it, really... here's the thing. I actually, I, I'm going to give him credit where I did not give him credit... Preseason happened. He was amazing in preseason. I said, well, let the real game start. It, preseason doesn't mean anything. Whatever. Everybody can be a preseason hero and look great in the preseason. Yeah. I've seen it a billion times, built in different players. Okay, and then the season started, and he wasn't even supposed to be the starter, and then Romo goes down. Okay, well, now the right lights are on. You're the starter. Let's see what happens. Well, it, he played well. I mean, I was shocked. Now... <laughs> The, the amount of wins that they had covered up the fact that he played well with what they asked him to do. It wasn't as if he went out there and Tom Brady did or, you know, anything like that where he was – he wasn't the sole reason that they were winning. They controlled right. the clock. I You know, I mean, to be honest with you, it was a lot of – Elliot was – a main reason why that's, Prescott was so yeah, successful. That's why he it's looked very as good easy as he did. To do, and now here's what I, I here's what I'm saying as far as that goes with him. Is it going to be a sophomore slump? Yes, because it just happens to the best of them. And two, because it's I, probably I, Bill again. Go ahead. Elliot can't be as <laughs> Elliot can't be as good at it either, right? Like he was amazing. Right. It's very hard to duplicate what he did. So they both have to take a step back. So that means now I'm not saying they fall off a cliff. But right. No, I I just don't think they'll be as good right. as they were. Right. And that's were no hate. That's that's just me purely thinking that and knowing what, you know, going off what I know with football and how things work. Like there's just a lot of factors that go into it. And a year of scouting and an off season of everybody looking at the film means that they can I, have Yeah, I think that's out. what I that's mean, what uh I thought it would have happened sooner. And if you look at it though, statistically seven, second half of the season, not that they figured him out, but he wasn't as great. I mean, he did get better with each start, but I mean, there was this sort of where you can look at the numbers and say, all right, people had figured him out. Right. And so, you know, it was, it wasn't as if he was just out there chucking. They, they did a lot of things to mask him and he did exactly what they asked him to do. Not knocking any of that, but just, it's very hard to duplicate what both of them did. Right. And it takes both of them doing that to, to have the same success. And so I just, no, I, I think step back. Maybe what did they win twelve games? Yeah, I think so. So I think 
10. I, I mean, I could definitely see Which, two yeah, games. That's I think, still a I think he thing. makes more mistakes. I don't think, as, as much as I hate to say it, Dakota Prescott is not a bad quarterback. No, like, I, but he's the a, funny part is, I thought he was actually decent. a really good quarterback. There was that talk when he was a junior before he came out last year where he almost won the Heisman, and he was playing out of his mind at Mississippi State. And I remember thinking, oh, he could right. be a pretty good pro. And then his senior year was just awful. He was right. really bad. There was nothing. I mean, there's a reason why he went in the fourth round. He just completely disappeared. And I saw him a couple times and thought, that's not even the same guy, and I guess he's just not going to be that good. And then all of a sudden, the guy that played – you know, his junior year. So maybe he comes back this year and has like a senior year where he's just, you don't even recognize him. Yeah. It, it's like, whoa, what happened? But it happens when you become famous and good and everybody starts. Right. Game Every, and that's you. the thing. Like everybody's like, okay, it's Elliot and, and Prescott. Right. Those are your keys. Lock them down and you're, you're going to win the game. Yeah. Like let's face it. Well, and the giants were able to beat them twice last year. If McAdoo can figure you out. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I just I, – I do see a step back for them. That doesn't mean they probably still won't make the playoffs or whatever, but – Right. Just, I just – I'd be more shocked if they if they ran at the same pace. <laughs> the two of them. It would the be – I would be super impressed if both of them had the same or better output than last year. Right. I'd it's be almost really a, impressed. It would be almost them. impossible, especially for Elliot. It to, just doesn't happen. To get better. Yeah. Like, he had an amazing – Season by that's the other measure. thing. Like you, <laughs> you almost set the bar too high for yourself. That, so that, even that's if you what have I'm saying. a good year, it it's won't look it won't like be, yeah, that's a good. Eh, It'll be like, like when a Heisman right. winner wins. It, it's almost impossible to win back to back because you can't right. top, top the Heisman season as good as you play. There's always something, yeah. and the smallest little thing you do is going to be looked at as all right. Well, he's not as good. Right. Even though you may technically play better or your team might perform better. <laughs> Right. Uh, all right. So let me ask you this. We're going to switch back into some some college really quickly because this came out this week, and I, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Um, so this week, Texas lost to Maryland uh, badly, opening up this season. Worst yeah. opening game Texas loss in history. Which, after some of the stuff we talked about, I'm interested to know how Tom Herman punished his team. Like. Did he give them shitty they were breakfast? Eating, they were eating all the burnt toast <laughs> this week. There was nothing but burnt toast in the players' lounge. I wonder how many times he was like, whose piss isn't clear? Because yeah. you're not playing like your piss is clear right now. Anyways, one of the things that Herman said after that game was uh, the whole quote. Uh, let me find the, the quote that he said in Saturday's post game. Quote, if we all thought that we were going to come in here and in nine months sprinkle some fairy dust on this team and think that we've arrived, then we're wrong. That's the quote that he said after the game. Urban Meyer, who uh, was Tom Herman's head coach, uh, Herman was a coordinator under Meyer at Ohio State, kind of took offense to that and basically said that he doesn't understand why college coaches blame current players and like inherited players for failures throughout the years. Urban Meyer also was uh, the beneficiary of Tim Tebow when, <laughs> when he came to Florida and was able to get Florida to a national title. And then he was also a beneficiary of some of uh, Jim Tressel's recruits when he came to Ohio state. And even though they were under a bull ban, went undefeated the first year that, that he was the head coach. So he hasn't really had to deal with, a shitty recruiting class like 
that the previous coach left him. But he's basically saying, these are your kids. You should never say something like that. Do you think Meyer has a point here, or is this just him being a fucking douchebag? I think it's a little bit of both. Because there definitely seems to be some sort of personal thing here. Because having had him on the coaching staff, but he inherited him, uh, it seems to be that there must not have been the greatest relationship between those two while they're at Ohio State. But he makes a good point. I mean, even if that is true, let somebody else say it. You coming out and saying, well, you know, I kind of had to deal with inheriting these players. It looks like you're deflecting. It looks like you're using the uh, Notre Dame coach defense. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) nobody wants to be a Brian Kelly about things and and just deflect (laughs) on others. So while it may be true, it's just something for the fans to talk about and agree with or, or the analyst and say, hey, you know, but a coach, yes, like Meyer said, you know, you, you once you once you sign on for the job, those are your guys. And whether or not you recruited them, you know, they're your guys, and you have to deal with that one way or another. And you you have to do the best with what you have. So yeah, saying anything to the effect of, well, I didn't recruit these guys, and you know, there's going to be a transition period. Well, yeah, that's true. But you know what? You're getting paid a lot of money. To yeah, coach those guys I up. get that. And I think I think what it comes down to is whenever a coach takes over a program. Crap Sports, who's this? Hey, hey Mike, it's Gary. I was just wondering, why don't you guys ever track marathons? <laughs> I mean, it's a sport. <laughs> Bill, if this is your way to get Gary to call in, I'm on board with it. No, I'm just saying, I mean, like, we work hard and we try hard. And we, like, run a lot. And maybe you should pay attention to it. <laughs> right, oh, wait. I, I got to go. I got to go run. <laughs> wow. uh, if that was, that was Bill's top way. Top-notch troll. If that's Bill's way to get Gary to... I don't know what's happening in the Facebook comments. Everything's off. The, it's all off for me. I can't see shit. That's Mine hasn't been so. on forever, so... Uh, anyways, I think there's there's some legitimacy to that claim of... These guys were recruited for a specific system. That's not my system. So either the coach has to change his system, which he was hired coming in saying, this is the system I'm going to run. Oh, I can't run that because I don't have the players to do it. Fuck. Or he, he has to try to make guys fit into the system who weren't like recruited for that specific role. So I, I understand coaches do need, and the other side of this that people don't mention Coaches are on the hot seat, especially at a place like Texas. They're on the hot seat as soon as they take that job. If they don't oh, yeah. come in and win, let's say, at, le- at least the Big 12 first year, people are going to be like, what the fuck? Well, but the thing about that is, on the flip side, it, people know. People already identify the, all right, well, we've at least got to get him to the... So, yeah, he's on the hot but people, seat, but that's he's what not I'm realistically saying. going to get less than three, four years to get his guys in there. And then those people will for sure say, you know, where are you at, Tom? Herman? You know who never said, I, I, these, I mean, these unless you're a black coach at Texas, and then you got like five minutes to get your shit together. <laughs> oh, shit. That just kind of fucked up my whole argument. Yeah. Because <laughs> my argument was going to be, you know who never said, uh, these guys don't fit my system? Ty Willingham. He got three years, and he was fucking booted at Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder and, why. Well, and then when you said that, I was like, "Oh fuck, yeah, that's yeah." Uh, yeah. 
Because you don't. You I feel know, like coaches need to come out and say it, though. They need to be like, look, you got to give me time. You got to let me get the guys that but they, I need to fit yeah, my system but in I here. I feel like that's discussed at the job interview with the AD, and the AD has to know that, too. I mean, but any I'm, good I'm AD cool. would, would have to understand. Uh, I got to get my own guys in here. You got to give me at least till the end of the fourth year before you're seeing before you give me a real yeah, evaluation. And, and that probably does happen. But fans are fucking stupid, man. And fans are going to start calling well, that's for somebody. Fine, but you're- you know, after Herman lost that game, somebody probably bought the domain FireTomHerman.com. <laughs> well, they probably bought it beforehand. That's a good point. He probably <laughs> as soon as he was announced as the coach. Yeah, there's uh, money in buying those domain names. <laughs> oh, quick, in fact, if they haven't bought it, I feel like Craft Root Sports should invest in Fire <laughs> We can sell it to angry Texas fans in a few years. Uh, let's see. Oh, look at that. FireHerman.com is up. Fire Tom Herman. Let's fire the hamburger before the Red River shootout. They're not even giving him <laughs> till the Oklahoma game. <laughs> no, that. Wait a second. This is on the website. For FireHerman.com, today's loss, the Maryland, his first game coaching, <laughs> today's loss is just the beginning of another three to four long years of Longhorn ag- agony. Let's put the Tom Herman okay, era behind sounds, us quickly this... while several top-tier coaches are available. Well, this, the, to be fair, that sounds like a disgruntled fan who never wanted Herman hired in the first place because there's I'll, no yeah. way that you can legitimately argue after one game. The only thing that would have made that post funnier is he said, this is his worst loss since the uh, orange and white game. <laughs> like, like he totally just went to the spring game and and put that loss on him. You know, because no matter what, he loses. Right as the head coach with both teams, he loses either way. He also wins. But if if they said this is his worst loss since the orange white game, we got to get him out of there. That's the only thing that would have made that post funnier. <laughs> Here's uh here's my favorite. I'm looking through the people who signed the petition. <laughs> uh one of the names that one's Charlie Strong. One of the names <laughs> was Charlie Strong. <laughs> That's and funny. it said, Hey, y'all got any of them contracts left? <laughs> Somebody signed it as Chip Kelly and said my record at Oregon was forty six and seven. I made it to the national championship game with three star players for fuck's sake. That might actually be Chip Kelly, though. That could have been, to be, <laughs> to be truthful. And then here's my favorite. This dude, who uh, he was the first one to sign the petition on this website. He, his name is You All Make Me Sick. And he said, I'll sign this all right, but it appears to be the only way I can contact you guys. And I'm only doing this to tell you what a bunch of fucking children you are. <laughs> for you all to call for his job after one game is real fucking mature. <laughs> So much more I was going to say, but if you are sick and tired of the bullshit, go support another team. Y'all make Longhorn Nation sick, and y'all ain't true fans. Grow up. Longhorn Nation is sick of your constant bitching and moaning. Middle finger emoji. Middle finger emoji. Middle finger emoji. I feel like that guy, if if he's a Cowboys fan, (laughs) is the Cowboys fan that we need. The Cowboys fan that we deserve. The one that would finally bridge the gap between all the rest of us He's and a Texans fan. Cowboys. Because oh, there is no rational Cowboys fan. That guy couldn't be a Cowboys fan. He wouldn't survive five minutes. Anyways, point being, there are people that sign this that are legit, like, 
you can't lose to Maryland. How can you fucking lose to Maryland? Get him out of here. That's of course, but that's fine. I mean, it's also fine to uh, be upset about that loss because it was the worst in opening game history in Texas. I'm not saying that they don't. They're not justified in being upset, but upset to the point of wanting to remove them. That's dude. It fuck it. It's that's so... the dumbest on the. That's the dumbest of the dumbest. All right, let's talk about a coach that should get fired, and that's Brian Kelly at Notre Dame. Oh, uh, okay. Second, <laughs> second time he's been brought up today. All right. I I don't know what you just said while you were yawning. Sorry to fucking Sorry. bore you. Brian, I know I'm not Brian as popular Kelly. as Tanya O'Rourke and Mo Ager. Brian Kelly bores fucking... me in Notre Dame. Sorry. Sorry. I'm trying to stoic. Did you hear the story, though? This week, Notre Dame and Brian Kelly is, are being sued by a former player. I love this story. <laughs> no, I love this story because this is what I hope happens to more. It's not because it's happening to Brian Kelly in Notre Dame. Sorry, I should back up because people will probably think, oh, I just hate it. No, no, no. I'm glad that this is happening because I feel like this, the details of this story, if are true, yes, that this happens a lot, it and there are a lot of times that, a lot. that I've that seen Varsity in, Blues. This shit happens <laughs> a lot. I and I want, I hope that more players take, you know, take the 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 situation and and run with it because it, it's awful. Again, if if all of this is true, and I mean joke about it all you want but if they truly do know these things which i'll let you go ahead and tell the story then it's it's not how things should go down yeah so here's the the story douglas randolph former linebacker at notre dame uh was injured during practice uh according to a lawsuit that was filed he uh he was injured in september 2015 he suffered numbness in his upper extremities he told trainer rob hunt of the symptoms Hunt told him, you're fine, get back out there. Uh, basically took him out of practice for about two minutes and then put him back in full participation. Uh, the lawsuit states that Randolph's symptoms continued after every impact he experienced on the field. He had an MRI, and uh, Hunt and the team doctor told Randolph it was safe for him to continue playing. However, it apparently wasn't. Basically, Randolph is saying that he never got the results of those scans. Mm -hmm. So the team gave him this MRI and never told him. They were just like, nope, everything's cool. Don't look at this paper. Everything's fine. Just keep going. Go practice. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, he got to the point where his symptoms got worse, and it was, quote, incapacitating. Um, so this is now he's suing the university. He's suing the trainer. He's suing Brian Kelly for concealing this from him. As a player. It's gross negligence. Yes. Is. <laughs> Not the first time Brian Kelly has been negligent, actually. Uh, that uh, Say what? And this one didn't lead to somebody dying. Um, In, this directly. Yeah, correct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I think what, and to your point, I agree 100%. I think more players need to do this and stop coaches from fucking abusing. trying to win at all costs. Right. Like, and while that's, abusing just human beings <laughs> yeah these are still players and then we wonder why guys once they get into the nfl have cte it's because for how many years coaches are just like you're fine get it get back in there right and they're really fucking hurt and it's only for their benefit because you know if if you're willing to push a player out there who's hurt and you don't care it's probably because they're one of your better players and you believe that it'll lead to the success of your team which leads to the right. success for you which leads to money and that's right. basically all this boils down to. <laughs> and then you don't have to complain about players not fitting into your system. Right. Because <laughs> you're making too much money to care. 
Also this week, tight end for Florida, DeAndre Goolsby, was ruled out indefinitely. This is crazy. This is kind of an interesting story as well. He was ruled out indefinitely. Um, he basically had an injury. He found out about it through Twitter. <laughs> so again, that's clear right there that they're not fucking showing him the results of right. whatever scans no he's going through. It's just like, hey, he's players. out, and then they tweet about it, and he's like, I'm out? Really? <laughs> When, when were you going to fucking tell me? They're like, <laughs> did you see Twitter? You're fucking, that's how we tell you now. That's how we do. We tell you about your Ooh. injuries. Um, got, fucking crazy. Got fired on your day off, Craig. <laughs> stealing boxes. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> that's, I think it's, dude, it's fucking awful that coaches are willing to risk. Like, if you think, I get college football is a big business. It's 18 to 22-year-old kids, man. Well, and <laughs> so you bring these kids in and you sit in their living rooms at some point and you're telling them how much you're going to care for them and nurture them and, you know, teach them how to be a man and a, yeah. a, a productive member of society. And then this type of stuff happens. How do you justify it to the next kid? How do you explain right. something like that when it happens in your program to the next kid? Because for that kid, you're assumingly just whatever about once you right. once you get you him to sign the letter. Yeah, Sorry, man. What are you going to lose a year of eligibility? Yeah, Sorry. The letter of Go down to East Mississippi. Right. <laughs> um, they they obviously don't care, but it just it never fails and never ceases to amaze me how then they can convince another kid. To then join their program. That's what's crazy. Because I mean, if I was getting recruited, I'd be, I'd want to know any type of situation like this. And you figure, with today's media and the way Twitter works and all that shit, this story finds it way, its way in the hands of recruits across the company or across the country. And you know, coach is sitting there feeding you a line of blah 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 blah. And at the end, you're like, so wait, what about this? And then, how do you explain that? Not even the kid. Imagine somebody's mom. How is, as a parent, like, I I think about my kid, and, like, if a coach is in my living room telling me this shit, and I'm like, what about this, motherfucker? What about this right here? What is this? Here's a screenshot of you fucking letting a kid play hurt and ruin his life. It just blows my mind that they don't, you know... They're not human beings once once they're between the lines. Once you sign that line, yeah. Once you sign... Crazy. All right, this show got weird, man. But that that's you, you said East Mississippi, <laughs> and that's the same thing with Yeah, that's true. With with, uh, with head coach Buddy. It's just he just swears like, up and down he cares about you, but then game day, you aren't even, you know, the shit on the bottom of his shoe for Christ's sake. That's true. You make one mistake and that dude He's does not give a fuck about you. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All right, let's get into consumer can it. Uh for now. No sponsor, consumer candidate, but stick around. Stay tuned. Fuck yeah. That's, that's what we in the business <laughs> like to call a tease. All right, this week we got Death by Coconut by Oscar Blues Brewing out of uh, in Denver, right? Somewhere in Colorado. Just assume Denver if it's in Colorado. It's a, that's like the Bobby Brown thing. Just It's Denver. <laughs> Denver is Colorado, isn't it? No, my cousin lives in Telluride in Colorado. That's a place? That's yeah. a thing? They got a brewery there, too. The bro. hell is Telluride? It's like a small like mountain town that's all about skiing. Huh. It's basically like South I Park. Know but... about... <laughs> I 
I know about Denver and Columbine. And that's <laughs> that's the extent of my Colorado knowledge. There you go. Telluride. Telluride, Colorado. Shout right. out to Max. He Wait, hang on before I get it. This is how badass my cousin is. He got a job as like a maintenance guy at the ski lo- at the ski lodge there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to do shit. He has no idea how to fix anything. He has since gotten promoted just because he's like the only one that pays attention. Good for him. <laughs> getting, he's like getting paid. Of, getting paid. He's like head of maintenance. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, we need to get you a new one of those. I don't. Yeah, that's. Uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't work anymore, so we should get you a new one. <laughs> Can you fix it? Mm, uh-uh. That's that's not fixable. Anyways. <laughs> that's broke. <laughs> Buy it new. Shout out to Max. All right. Consumer Can It, Death by Coconut, Oscar Blues Brewing. I'll let you go first, man. Consumer Can It. Uh, well, we started off the show by saying that this had a tough road to hoe. It was an uphill battle because it was following... One of my absolute favorite beers that we had on the show in Dreamsicle. You probably should have said something if you like Dreamsicle, though. Yeah, I know. I I really hit it. I, like, I really... wish you would like let us know if you like Dreamsicle. Yeah, I. I, really, I can we go back and do last week's episode? I don't know if I. <laughs> I feel like I shorted Mad Tree on the, my love of Dreamsicle, but yes, uh, and it it did. It had an uphill battle. It was a tough act to follow, and <laughs> kind of like the sophomore seasons of. Uh, Dakota and uh, Elliot, <laughs> it's not going to quite measure up to last week's. So on its own, it's pretty solid beer. I'm going to consume it because I do. I I, I, I like that the uh, coconut flavor was not what I expected to be and just overly fake. It, it, it finishes uh, with the coconut flavor and it's not uh, the overpowering flavor. The chocolate is and I love that. Yes. It's very, it, it's very smooth and for only being a 6.3... I know it surprisingly you know, does what it sets out to do. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying I'm drunk or nothing, but it it seems like it could be a little bit higher than 6.3 based off some of the other ones that we've had where I'm sitting there at the end thinking, thinking did, did we drink beers? beer? Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I, it's it's a solid consume. I'm super glad you said that because I was sitting here going Hypnotic is a little more, uh, it hits hmm. you a little bit more than I thought it does. But no, that's no. the booze. That's the, yeah. uh, that's the beer. And, uh, well, because hypnotic is it's like very four low. points something. Yeah, it's like nothing. It's, it's juice. That's yeah, like. They, <laughs> there's nothing. There's more sugar in that than alcohol. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to can the fuck out of hypnotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am going to consume Death by Coconut. Uh, I also, I mean, I'm a big fan of porters and stouts. That's my favorite mm-hmm, beer type. Mm-hmm. And I love when they throw in flavors like chocolate and coconut and all that crazy shit into it. This one finishes so nicely. <clears throat> the flavor's great on it. Uh, the only downside to this beer is the price. Like, I wish it would come down. That's the I only didn't thing. I that in the things that were uh, it was fighting against. Because I definitely, as good of a beer as it is... I, I have a hard time justifying ten ninety nine for a four, four pack of packs. of anything. Yeah, hell, I'll even throw it out there. If Mad Tree was trying to charge ten ninety nine for four Dream Sickles, I would tell them to get the fuck out of here. There's, I just think that's a very hefty price to pay for any beer. And I mean, for a six point three, I, I, the I guess only I way you can be. up the price is to up the ABV. And this just being an average ABV, it's not. I wouldn't pay ten ninety nine for it. I guess now that I, I hear you talk that through, and as I'm thinking about it, my favorite beer that's available is Chacao. 
by Listerman's. Mm-hmm. They sell that in four pack bottles, and it's like fifteen bucks for a four pack. Oh, but it's also ten percent. Well, the, but see, so, there you go. But ten percent isn't like crazy high. It isn't and crazy. Fifteen dollars is a shitload to spend on four beers. True. So four beers at eleven bucks for six point five. It's not. It's not as bad as I originally thought it was. Well, I but tried to say that fucking, it's still fucking. I tried expensive. to say at the beginning with what. Uh, no, with you're the right. Pricing, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess the more you talked that through, I guess it's it all of a sudden makes ten ninety nine sound like a deal. Yeah, but I still think it's just a little bit too pr- pricey. I would high. like to. I, I'll go back to what you said before. Eight ninety nine would be a good price. I'd pay eight ninety nine. Yes, eight ninety nine. I wouldn't even bulk it. Yeah, it'd be cool. But ten ninety nine is a little bit steep. But look, if you got a couple extra quarters in the car, fucking. Go get yourself a Death by Coconut because this is a good beer. Also, you need to reevaluate your life because having change in your car is kind of weird these days. I got change in my car. Of course you do. I'm a white motherfucker. This has been Consumer Can It, <laughs> brought to you by white motherfuckers everywhere. <laughs> the whitest. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, man. Uh, I'm super pumped for football this week. I am too. I did not think that I can't lie. I every year I feel like I'm less excited. The past four to five years, I'm just pumped for shit. To going talk about. every year. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> fine. It's great for the show, but every year going to football, it used to be where I felt like it was a national holiday when yeah. football, and I would have watched from. Whistle to whistle last night on it, and last night I just at halftime I thought, all right, I've had enough here. I wasn't even excited about it going in, and it wasn't just because it was the Patriots and the Chiefs, which is not a matchup <laughs> that I give any craps about. But I just, you know, it, it's just something about football has just worn on me. But I, I am genuinely excited for all of the games to start. And to get back, I feel like once Sunday happens and we get all these games, I, yeah. I will definitely be it. Because college does kind of give me that little bit of a taste where I'm like, all right, I'm in a football mood. Right. And it was very nice to have all those matchups the first weekend that were good Yeah, dude. to help with that. It wasn't just a bunch of big dogs playing all the <laughs> bottom feeders. Georgia Southern. Yeah. <laughs> so that was nice. And But yeah, I mean, once Sunday rolls around, I think like I'll be all into it, so. Yeah, man. Uh, and for those of you that uh, that are into football, even if you're not into football, join the Pick'em Pool. Uh, go to it's our gonna be Facebook so page. Much fun. It's going to be. You've got until look. I mean, you could probably join after. I don't know how the rules work, but well, I think you could probably join after. But you're it, just going to be. be behind the eight ball. I was gonna say you're just losing the picks. Or yeah, the the points off whatever picks. Right. right. Whenever you get in. And here's the thing about this Pick'em. I know people are worried about the year long commitment and having to like log in each week. If you miss a week. All that happens is you get one point less than the lowest score. So you aren't going you to just go with points. a zero. Yeah. yeah. You're, unless I only get one game, then you're fucked. <laughs> so, so you really need to root for Mike to do <laughs> shitty, but not <laughs> all the way shitty. Uh, that's the only way you wouldn't score is if somebody only gets one game right, which isn't going to happen. So join the pick them. Uh, good. <laughs> fuck you. Go to our page uh, on Facebook the link is still pinned to the top. It's it's going to be pinned to the top through tomorrow. Go to the, the CBS site, uh, create an account, and you're in. Make your picks before 3.30. That's when 
shit's going to get locked down and fucking... Uh, it's going to be fun. That's all I keep going back to is it will be fun to talk about this every week. It'll be fun to see who ascends to the standing. We've got some ladies in the pool, which is probably the most exciting part. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, having a sausage fest every minute of how old that gets. Having females on there who I, I know personally will have no problem talking shit. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the Facebook already. The <laughs> Facebook Live from tonight. Jessica's yeah. all the way in on talking shit. So yeah. it's going to be a good time. So it's going to be fun. Follow along. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at CraftBSports. Follow Scott at ScottyK underscore junior. Uh, I'm at Twitter at Mike Burlon. Thank you guys for, thank you, Bill, for hitting up the drunk line tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Bill and Vic, you really brought it as, strong. Oh, and Glenn always, did call in, too, did, so yeah. lost, lost in between them. And Glenn was like, I'm at work. You can you can talk to Vic. I'll talk to you later, man. See you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the drunk line is always open 24-7. You can leave a message, 440-37-DRUNK. Hit us up with uh, any shit talk you want to say. Whatever. We don't care. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Cheers, everybody. Go dogs. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.